0: Good afternoon, guys. This is Faber McMullen and Larry Whale, and we're so happy to be with y'all today. This is uh, Wednesday, and I think it's May the 6th, isn't it? May the 6th. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was Cinco de Mayo. Guys, we are so happy to be uh, telling you that we're going to be meeting Sunday. We're going to be meeting up at the church, and uh, Larry and I are going to continue to probably do podcast on Wednesday for a while as we work our way back into getting together. So, uh, Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Larry, would you please open us in prayer? Sure.
1: Heavenly Father, we come to you, as always. We give you glory and thanks, and we just thank you for all your blessings, all that you do in our life, and and thank you for being in charge of our lives. And Father, we just thank you that you are our God and that you're faithful day in and day out. And uh, we just glorify you and lift you up in the holy name of Jesus. We pray.
0: Amen. Amen. Man, what a great day it's been. Yeah, it has it's been beautiful outside. It's, it's so pretty, cool yeah. and. Uh, anyway, I've got a cup of coffee. We're here at our wonderful rec center. And uh, Larry, I think you're going to lead us in a couple of worship songs. Yes, sir. We'll do, uh, the
1: first one we're going to do is uh, Come, Now is the Time to Worship.
2: Come, now is the time to worship. Well, I
0: All right, we're going to do your favorite song. It is, yeah. We're going to do both of these Sunday, y'all. It's going to be a time of worship. And those who want to share something they've learned or that God showed them through the COVID pandemic, it's just going to be a great time of worshiping the Lord together, praying together, and fellowshipping together.
2: Amen. And I will worship, I will worship with all of my... they will break
0: get out your word and let's go to Psalm 19. We're going to look at Psalm 19 this week and kind of dwell on it. Uh, around the time we started with this COVID-19 pandemic, we um, we actually uh, were on Psalm 27. Y'all may not remember that, but that's kind of where we were. And so today, just if you would, please turn to Psalm 29. And I'm going to ask you, if you would, Larry, to just read it straight on through. It's just okay, 11 right. verses. All right, so,
1: ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord, the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The glory of God thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon leap like a calf, Sirion like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord strikes with flashes of lightning. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. My Lord shakes the desert of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord twists the oaks and strips the forest bare. And in his temple all cry glory. The Lord sets the throne over the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever the Lord gives strength to his people, the Lord blesses his people
0: with peace. May God bless the reading of his word. Larry, what's kind of interesting is, uh, you know, now that we're kind of on this side of the COVID-19 pandemic, it's going to be interesting to see what we as a congregation have experienced. I mean, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of things. There's moments, I'm sure, when you had fear, I, I oh, am sure, I had sure. S- some moments of fear. Mm-hmm. I wasn't possessed by fear at all, but over and over, I heard testimonies from you and Sandy and and uh, others in our congregation that were going through all this of trust and of faith and of hope. I don't think anybody was uh, worried to the point where they couldn't sleep at night or yeah, no, you know, had to go to the uh, doctor or any, mm-hmm. anything like that. And I'm proud of our I'm proud of our congregation that they have listened, Larry, to what we together have ministered for three and a half years, and that is that there is no room for fear in the heart of a believer.
1: Amen, yes.
0: And so what's kind of cool, I don't know, I know you grew up in Bernardo, and I don't even mm-hmm. know if y'all, did y'all have a science class? Uh, I don't think so. Don't think a, a science class in Bernardo meant you just went out and watched what the animals did. Yeah, yes, yeah. But anyway, in the city, when we had a science class, you would learn certain principles about science, like uh-huh. gravity or this or that. And then the important part was called the lab practical. I don't know if you ever heard of a lab, mm, right? no. The lab practical is where you really put into practice what you learned in the class. Oh, okay. And so if you guys will remember that, isn't it, isn't it interesting that right before this all happened, the Lord had us sit for a long, long time in Psalm 23. Yeah. I mean, man, five yeah. or six weeks. I have never, ever thought that I would end up preaching on Psalm 23 for five or six weeks, you know, in my life. Started with uh, actually Paul Britton, suggesting that we do that in our men's group. But look at how God prepared us. The Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. We had everything we needed in Psalm 23. Oh, yeah. Everything, including, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil evil, for thou art with me. So it's kind of cool, uh, wonderful, maybe is a better word than cool, how God prepared our hearts right there at, at Union Grove with Psalm 23. And and I'm just thrilled that our, I feel like our congregation passed the test. I mean, I really do. This coming week, as I said, I want to spend a lot of time just praising the Lord in song. You know, usually we kind of have three songs and, you know, we have everything kind of uh-huh. a pat way that we do everything. And it's good to have ways that we do stuff. But this Sunday, you know, guys, get ready because we're just going to praise the Lord. We're going to, Larry's going to come up with seven or eight praise songs. We're going to praise the Lord, I know Tim wants to share a song. Uh, I know others will want to share what they learned through all of this. And uh, the focal point or passage of the day really is Psalm 29. In that, this guess how Psalm 29 is different from most all other psalms. I don't know. It's the only psalm that I that I well, there are other songs that do do this, but it's one of the very few psalms where nothing is asked for from God. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. There's no thing in here. Lord, it's give, all praise, right? Give me this, Lord, give me... It's all praise, and it's saying, Lord, because you are great, and because you are mighty, for that reason alone, Lord, I want to give you the glory. Yeah, and yeah. so if we look at this first, uh, guys, take Psalm 29, verses 1 through 3. There's that uh, turquoise Bible right there, if you want, or you Oh, can, yeah. Oh. Uh, first off, Psalms 1 through 3 should tell us that God deserves to be praised by His servants for His majestic power. When, when I say the word majesty, what do you think of? Um, well, it's like uh, something that's just very
1: big and, and, and you can't relate to how, how big it is or some that you really worship. That's,
0: well, like De- Devin and Tyson and I with Scott and Michael Havens had our men's group <clears throat> and, and Mike uh, Quayley yesterday. And Mike, who's from out west, said, you know, when I think of majestic, I think of the mountains. Mm-hmm, the Rocky mm-hmm. Mountain. and, I, and I think of a king up on a throne. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just different things. But what what this psalmist, what David is saying is, ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. So what, what does ascribe mean? Do you have any clue? Um, not really. <laughs> well, we use this word ascribe, but it really is the word in Hebrew, which means to give. It comes from the same root. And it means to, and I've told you all that giving is the basis for the meaning of the word to love in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. So David is saying, "Give to the Lord, heavenly beings. Give to the Lord glory and strength." Can you give God glory? Absolutely, yes. And everything, can you, everything you how do. How can you give Him glory if He is glory? Uh, well, I mean, you can just praise Him just, just by, just by De- declaring His glory. He's, yeah, yeah, Ex- exactly. And that's really what this psalm is saying. He's saying. Give the Lord the glory that's due His name. Amen. And worship the Lord in the splendor of His holiness. I I spent the last two days just out by myself working on my ranch, and I've made a point um, these last two days to just try to spend some time in worship. I feel like I haven't spent a lot of just personal time worshiping. I've been busy planting trees, and I've been busy (laughs) doing this and busy doing that. But yesterday, as I was gluing plumbing, I put on praise music for my Spotify. Oh, cool. And just sat there and got into a spirit of praise while I did things. And I think, you know, um, the Lord inhabits the praise of his people. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. My heart began to praise the Lord. And so David is saying, he's saying, praise the Lord. Give God credit that he deserves. And the word glory, Larry, is kavod. I've taught this to y'all before. Mm-hmm. And it refers to God's weightiness or importance. It's the opposite of a flake. You know, if somebody's a flake, what does it mean?
1: I mean, they're just not real, they're just not there's no substance, no, yeah,
0: nothing. it's nothing there. But if and so, kavod is the opposite of a flag, it's weighty, worthy, full. That's the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, His manifested power actually displays His glory when you see the stars at night and all this. That's majesty, I mean, yeah, that, that's amazing. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely, you know,
0: and everything about nature, uh, uh that we see. Requires us to give praise and glory to the Lord, mm-hmm. and the psalm, the psalmist is saying that the strength that he sees in nature is just enough there to praise the Lord. He goes on, scribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings." It's, it's uh, kind of like sons of Elohim is what it means, mm-hmm. sons of God, sort of in the Hebrew. So, uh, sons of God. Who are the sons of God now? It would be us. You and me. Think, yeah. And the daughters of God, y'all, you, you girls that are listening or women who have put your faith and trust in Jesus, you're one of these heavenly beings, or at least according to how the Hebrew is written, you are a son and daughter of the living God. And so give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord glory that's due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. How do you worship the Lord, Larry? I, you know, I, I thank him. All the time,
1: I mean, I thank him in the mornings when I get up that he that he gave me a good night's rest, that I made it to another day. Uh, you know, I mean, I thank him for the breath that he's given me. Uh, I thank
0: him for the place that I'm living. I
1: just thank him for everything. It's just, you know,
0: in everything, I give
1: him praise and glory.
0: David then continues and he says, his voice, the voice of the Lord is over the waters. So that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders, look here, two times we hear this, over the mighty waters. So um, why is he bringing up thunder and lightning and this kind of thing? I I don't know. I know that they use thunder and lightning several places throughout the Bible. Well, one way that he's doing it is he's doing this because uh, the Canaanites who were in the surrounding area felt like Baal was the God of thunder. Oh, okay. When, when the thunder would happen, or the lightning, they would say, oh, well, Baal's doing such and such. Baal's doing this and that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, this is kind of like David sort of saying, in your face, you know, God, the real God, the true God, is the God who created the thunder. Right. It's not Baal, it's nothing. Because the voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. Is the... Let's talk for a minute about the voice of the Lord. What do you, uh, it, you
1: know, it, it, it's it's really it's it's almost like a like a just it's not necessarily hearing an audible voice. Sometimes it's a feeling of of, of knowing when, when you're when you're praying a feeling that that God gives you that directs
0: you in the right in the right path.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly. For me, you know, this, this is showing the voice of the Lord like thunder and lightning and strong. But the voice of the Lord, for me, it's all often just a quiet uh, inkling or a quiet, mm-hmm. or yeah. a quiet yeah. pushing uh, me to do certain things. And I try to be obedient to that. I try to listen mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. voice of the Lord. It's easy for us to get in the car and listen to talk radio mm-hmm. or get in the barn and just turn on Spotify instead of listening to the voice of the Lord. I hear the voice of the Lord at McMullen Farm in the morning when I hear a songbird. mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, that songbird, nobody raised that songbird and put that songbird out there. That yeah, was that's true. God yeah. That, and yet, he? And yet their, their music is beautiful if you it, listen to it. It's beautiful, and they're singing, and they're it's the voice of the Lord. The voice of the Lord is powerful. Now he, he goes, the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. I think what this is talking about, is, of course, the cedars, remember, they brought cedars. They must have been gigantic from mm-hmm. Lebanon to build the temple. But it's, it's David, again, saying, you know, the Lord's. is more than just the Lord of this temple. He's more yeah. than just the Lord of Jerusalem. He's Lord up in Lebanon. Not only that, he's Lord over in Syria. See, that's what he's saying. He mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. Lebanon. So the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon leap like a calf and Syria like a young wild ox. So mm. David's just saying... You know, it's God that controls things, and you know I'm not sure why the pandemic came, but I know that God had a purpose for it all. I mean, He allowed mm-hmm. this to happen in 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 the earth. You know, I'm not saying that you know God brought the pandemic. We right. you know, men bring all kinds of things on themselves and living in unsanitary conditions and everything else. But but the Lord is in charge, and it, and it, and I you saw it particularly during this pandemic when you know people wrung their hands to politicians and said, you know, we have no cure. Mm-hmm. There's no vaccine. What are we going to do? Well, although it's scary to think there's no vaccine, it's also kind of interesting to think there's still mysteries on the earth that man, even as smart as he sure. thinks he is, he doesn't have a solution. you don't know. No. Don't. Yeah. And when the Lord doesn't have a solution, guys, uh, I mean, when, when the world doesn't have a solution, man doesn't have a solution, I'm going to tell you God has a solution. Amen and and the solution for us all during this time was just to have a time of peace. I have really really enjoyed the time. I have too. There's been I mean I'm I'm anxious to get back
1: moving around and doing things, but but I've really enjoyed the quietness and and, and getting
0: you know time to to reflect upon what God has done for me. Amen. Kelton and I met over at the church uh He's getting ready to put in a uh office over there I mean, <coughs> when he gets ready to start seminary in the fall. And uh <clears throat> he just said, Man, I just miss the congregation. Mm-hmm. I miss being with my people. And and I do too. I miss everybody. I've I've uh, but I have enjoyed this time off. It's like God gave me a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. I, and it's given us, I was thinking about this kind of a breather. It's a weird thing. It's like this pause. Right before we go back to a fellowship hall that's been refurbished. Yeah, it's
1: almost like maybe maybe you need a recharging, you know, like you just get, you know. Yeah, I I don't know. I just
0: trust that the Lord is preparing our little congregation for his next step. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that is. He's, You know, we're we're going back into a a refreshed and refurbished place. Uh, You know, so many people gave so sacrificially to make that happen. And then, of course, Scott and Karen kind of ramrodded it and... I mean, not ramrod, that they were there daily to make sure the contractor was doing what he needed to do. And it's just been neat to see people continue doing the things of the Lord, Mm -hmm. doing the Lord's work in this time. So we continue. So he makes Lebanon leap like a calf and Syria like a wild ox. Then the voice of the Lord